guys. What up, what up, what up? Hey. Welcome back to the Moments Event Podcast. We got a special guest today. You want to introduce him? Don? Yeah, I'll introduce <laughs> yeah. him since Jamel didn't introduce himself. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jamel, how about you introduce yourself first? All right. I'm your host, Jamel. This is Eric. And Dante. And yes, our special guest, we have... Uh, well, well, tell me your name. Leo Corvina. What up, what up, what up? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Leo is, uh, he actually owns Corvino Performance uh-huh. out there in Latham. And, um, yeah, it's and, a gym me and Dante frequent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Big, big help to me. Yeah. Helped me turn my life around. Helped me turn my mental around. And was very excited that he was willing to come on the podcast and talk about the importance thanks, of man. it. Thanks. No, thanks for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, Leo, go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself, man. How did you get started? Like, yeah. what got you started into fitness? I know you were in baseball, right? High yeah. school, yeah. college. So, basically, I came out um, came out of college. I had the opportunity to play some independent baseball. Uh, didn't really want to go in the middle of the United States and travel across. I was working at a gym, a small-time gym. Um, with one of my high school trainers, and I say to this day, he's one of the best trainers I've ever worked with. Um, and so I kind of, he kind of gave me my my entrance into the fitness industry. So, like, obviously, you know, going to college, Division One, you work out, you have a program, you figure it out. Um, but I never really was the trainer at that point in time. I was more of the athlete slash student. So okay. he had given me an opportunity. Um, I, I tell everybody to this day, his name is Ron Annis. He was a phenomenal trainer. Uh, he really worked with me. He helped me teach a lot about the anatomy and physiology of the body. And, like, it's just like anything else. If, you, if you're given an opportunity, you have two choices. You either go with it or you don't. Yeah. And uh, I had the passion for it, and so I decided to go with it. So I learned with him. I grew with him. I got certified. And, you know, from there... I started working with the athletes. Once I focused on myself and knowing the body, then I started to focus on the athletes and adults. Yeah. And uh, it just slowly started to build. I shouldn't say slowly. I actually grew pretty fast from where (laughs) I was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To the point where the space was actually kind of too small for the amount of people I was bringing in. And so it just came to the point, you know, after about two years where – I had to make a decision, you know, was it time to go branch off on my own or was it, do I stay here knowing that I'm going to be limited? Yeah. Uh, It really wasn't anything else aside from that. It was more of that I'm growing really fast. And uh, being in in my family, I come from my father who was self-employed, had his own business. My grandfather who was self-employed, had his own business. And my great-grandfather, same thing. So, it kind of trickled its way down, so I had a lot of help from them. Yeah, is it worth it? Is it not? What are the benefits? What are the what are not the benefits? And so, um, a great friend of mine, uh, a great business mentor, someone that has been there with me from the time I was about sixteen years old with baseball. His name is Mike Serbalik. He's the owner of All Stars Academy. Oh okay. wow! Okay, okay. Nice. he um. <laughs> he knew of the situation I was at, and he was, uh, at that point in time, he had another trainer at his current facility, and it wasn't working out with that. So he kind yeah. of gave me the option to, hey, Leo, come here. The option is here for you. 
let's give this a try. It wasn't like, you know, hey, you're stuck here for a few years. Come here. Give it a try. I was already doing lessons there anyways. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, all right, we'll do this. Let's let's do six months. I, I considered a, a six-month trial to see okay. if I could really do it on my own. Now, did you think it was going to ever be as big as it is, or was that never the plan? Like you No, thought? it was – I mean, when you start something, you have to have that vision. It's yeah. like we talk about with mentally. Um, you have to have that vision. If you If you – if you go in to start your own business and you're like, oh, I'm just going to do it just to, you know, survive and, and live my life, that's one thing. Or if you're going into something and you're, well, I want to thrive, that's kind of the mindset. You have to have that yeah, 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 in yeah. anything, you know, any business, you know, moment event, you know, you guys have that mentality. You, we're going to grow, we'll grow, grow, and you have to have that. Uh, the question mark I had was, uh, the financial portion of it, could I do it knowing that the first year or two is not going to be where you want to be? Mm. You're going to have to grind, like yeah. grind. And when I say grind, twenty-four <laughs> <laughs> eight. I would get up, I would go do the workouts in the morning. From there, I would then go be a substitute teacher during the day. Oh, wow. From 7 to 2 to 3 o'clock. And then from there, I would go back to the gym, and I'd work from three to seven. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they were long so, days. Sometimes you got to get a side, like a side job, to fund the <laughs> right the business, especially nowadays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you said that you know your father before you and your grandfather, and you know they all were self employed. They had their own business. That ever putting like pressure on you to make you feel like you know like hey maybe I need to follow in these footsteps, or was it? something that you just really knew you wanted to do or were you kind of influenced and you felt like I need to carry on this legacy? Definitely no pressure. Good. Definitely no pressure. My <laughs> parents have never put pressure on me. They've always made me, and we'll continue throughout this podcast, but they have never put pressure on me to do anything. They've always allowed me to make my own decisions and let me fail. And it's one nice. thing yeah. that you hate absolutely hate and they would make they wouldn't make me fail they allowed me to fail so that i learned from my yeah. mistakes yeah um so no like i always ask my dad a question what do you think his response is never he doesn't give me an answer he yeah. lets me make the decision but he gives me options he's always the devil's advocate and sometimes it's great and sometimes you just want to mm. answer and you give it yeah so no there was no pressure from my parents at all it was more of uh helping and guiding pushing it right right um so no i didn't feel that at all um i've always loved baseball i almost went into the marines i was signed up ready to rock and roll in the marines if baseball oh, wow. scholarship didn't really? work out so i had taken the test i was ready um actually i say that my father actually was for the Marines. He really? actually really? That's actually, now that I'm saying this, he actually was like, you know, that's a really good thing, but obviously baseball worked out in my favor. Nice. Yeah. Um, but no, no pressure at all. How old were you when you were thinking Marines? Right out of high school. Ooh. That's a tough decision mm, yeah. to make at that young age, man. You, you don't even really think about the future at that point because you're just like, this is what I do. Yeah, it'll you make know? a man out of you though, right? Like, oh, that's true. All my friends that went, into the name, not a little more sturdy. Yeah, they, <laughs> gives yeah. people structure. Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny that he said about like 
allowing, like your father allowed you to fail, your your parents allowed you to fail in a healthy way. Because I tell Jamel this all the time with his kids. Like, you want to leave a legacy? Tell them about your failures and tell them it's okay. Yeah. And you still made it where you are now. So it's nice to hear that that's, you know, everything is everything up here. Failures are good lessons. Yeah. It's always a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. You got any other questions for him, Jamel? Come on now, son. Oh, yeah. You got a whole list, man. Yeah. What's going on here? I definitely do. (laughs) Like, uh, all right, so. Did you ever think you would be working with pro athletes when yes. you first started? Yes. So did you already have, like, friends you knew that had prospect kids? Connections. And you were like, yeah, because <laughs> you were in that world, right? So when I first started, it was geared specifically to performance training athletes. Okay. Okay. The adult fitness came secondary. Okay. So the minute I started back in 2007, right out of college, it was for athletes. Okay. So I had some of, it just, it's like you said, connections, word of mouth. I went to Columbia High School, so I had a lot of Columbia baseball players. Nice, nice. So that's kind of how it started. And then when they realized, wow, this kid got a scholarship D1, this kid got, okay, you need to go see this trainer. Yeah. That's kind of how it went from there. And, yeah, the envision was to take these high school kids, get them to college, and then from college, you get them to the pros. So, for example, one of my first pro athletes uh, was one kid that I played in college with, Mike Castani. Okay, so he was drafted by the Reds. He was the first one. I worked with him one-on-one. But my first high school kid that went and made it to the major leagues, you guys may, may not know him, but his name is Jamie Schultz. He's been bounced around the major leagues from L.A. to um, Tampa Bay to all over the place. Okay. Um, he was my first pro that I trained in high school that worked his way up. Nice. Oh, wow. He's nice. A, he's a very good athlete. <laughs> one of my, I will never say my best because all my athletes <laughs> yeah, are they all. Yeah. They all the best. <laughs> he athletically one of my top three athletes. Mm. That's how athletic he is. Nice. Yes. Oh, wow. He's five foot nine, and he can jump, do a 360, and slam dunk a basketball. That's pretty good. At five athletic. nine. Okay. Shout yeah. out, okay. Shout out to short, the five nine people. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of them. <laughs> He's also got calves like this. Yeah, right yeah. Now, so. Yeah. So, hearing the successes, and it sounds like, you know, like, and first off, shout out to your house. It's a beautiful house. Yes. Shout out to uh, little Leo kids. here. Yep. He's hanging with us. So you guys see it on camera. You see him kind of in and out shot. But he's hanging. Yeah, he's hanging. He's <laughs> playing cooling. Playing with a slime. Yeah, playing with a slime. But, um, you know, you made it here. Like, this is, you know, like, you're, you're a successful person. Was there ever any dark times where it felt like it wasn't going to get there? And, like, what was your mental ha- through that? How'd you power through? How'd you make it there? Yeah, there's very rare do you hear success stories that don't have failures. That's, I mean, that's just the truth of life in general. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of failures, that's for sure. Um, a lot of people do not know, but previous to my beautiful wife and my kids, I actually was engaged to a woman that was 15 years older than me. Oh, wow. And had four kids. 
Yeah. Wait a minute. 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 Did we hear like little little floatings of this in the gym at one point in time? That, that sounded, <laughs> wait, that sounded like you were being taken advantage of. <laughs> yeah. Leo was a piece of meat out here, yeah. y'all. <laughs> Try to plug you into the system, her system. Oh. And and how long did that last? Was so we were together for almost a year and a half, fully engaged, ready to get married. And as far as with regards to, you know, failure, she pretty much wanted me to give up the business. Oh. Mm. Oh. So yeah. that was a yeah. large order there. Yeah. Okay. And so that was uh, that was tough because obviously I wasn't, you know, you, you get stuck in a situation emotionally with. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hard. Have. Yeah. And so I was at a point where I was in a good spot. I was able to support myself. And she was successful already, so it was kind of easy. You know how it is. It's easy yeah. if the money's there. Right, right. She's working for it. So it was there. So it kept going, pushed in my head from her, and it got to the point where I almost, I was pretty much three months out from giving it up. Mm, and I close. finally cut it off, and I said, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. Again, she was trying to fit you into her already successful reality, whereas you were still striving for your own personal yeah. yeah. Now was now was your current wife like supportive all the way through, or did she have her uh, uh Jamel could speak on this more yeah, than me because he, yeah. he got <laughs> it's it's really like how do you know if you're gonna be able to pay the bills, right? Like it's it's more security. Did she have any questions on like security? Like, hey, will this support our family or was she like always my wife or the ex your wife, wife your current wife my wife has been nothing but supportive from the time i've met her yeah. um i knew that when i left that one the ex i woke up that morning i can tell you guys i woke up that morning at 7 a.m and i changed my phone to like sunshine and i said it's your life mm, right right and from that day forward i said no one will ever tell right. me financially what to do, I will make sure that I take care of me and my family from here on out. Yeah. And that really changes. So uh, we talk about success and failures. That was a hard, hard, hard lesson in life. But you know what? It made me get that drive back. Yeah. And when I met my wife, probably I'd say, I think it was six months. Yeah, it was January. Six months later, um, I was on my own at that point in time. I was in, focusing on the business. Yeah. It was never about any of that. It was always straightforward. She knew where my mind was. I would only see her maybe once a week on a Friday night because I was working wow. Monday through Friday, working mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. And I would see her maybe two, three hours on a Friday night. And she was nothing but supportive. I could just be myself with her. Uh, she was just there. That's so key. Yeah. It's just there. Yeah. And yeah, then, that sounds refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Especially after a relationship where you're being told. Oh, <laughs> you seen it? He was like, I don't know, it. man. I don't know. Why are you going to work? Why don't you just stay here? Just, why are you going to work? <laughs> just, just, yeah, she couldn't see it. Just piece of meat out here. But, 
<laughs> if you didn't have that I was experience, flaming young. Let's be honest. Gravy and the steak sauce. Yeah, he even had a little marble in it. Yeah, you'll get that. Without that experience, yeah. though, you know, you would never achieve this. You know. Yeah, and then on top of that, like. We always talk about the importance of having the right people around you in the community, and yeah, look at that. Like you got the the perfect person for you to just, yo, know, the ride or die. I'm here. I believe in yeah, you. She allowed you. you know? You just said it. She believed in me. Yep. Yeah. She believed in me, and just having that that security and that confidence from her just made our love grow. Right. But just made me that much more. Where if I fail, I know she'll be there to support me and not. Put me down, right? Or yeah. Push me away from it. Yeah. Or come do this instead. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So now I know you talk a lot about consistency. The conversations we've had together, it's always consistency. How does that carry over into like your other clients? And does that like weigh on you when you see your clients that aren't as consistent? Does that like is that taxing to you because you're like I have goals for you? In a way, or do you just kind of, you've been through it, It's you've been doing this so long that you just already know <laughs> people like, come and go. Yeah, like, where are you with that? Like Both. Both. You, 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 I mean, what is this, my 12th, 13th year now? You get to the point where you try to still motivate and push people. You try to lead by example. Every morning I wake up, I try to lead by example. It's like I always say, are you going to go to a trainer um, that is out of shape or are you going to go to a trainer that somebody's that's in shape, someone that leads by example? Yeah. Um, and I try to do that. I shouldn't say I try. I do do that on a daily basis. I get up at 3.30, my alarm goes off. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my bro. God. <laughs> every single morning I scream fuck in my head. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm getting up at 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. Every single day. <laughs> Once I get up, I'm fine, but that alarm goes off. Yeah. Get, but, I mean, there's more to it, and we can get into it, you know, with him during the night. But I get up knowing that I have to go to the gym to lead by example so that I can keep these clients continue to keep coming because if I don't do that, I'm not giving any other person a motivation to come there. Yeah. And I tell my trainers the same thing. If you're there and present, you can push and motivate. If you're not there and present, you cannot do that. Yeah. Correct. Okay, so and I and I strive that with our new trainers. I mean, Ben's phenomenal. Aaron's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. And I strive that with them, and and they get they got it. They understand that. Um, now with with Ben and uh, all the other trainers, do you feel like you're doing for them what did for you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, without do a doubt. I am teaching them quickly, fastly to know about the body. Um, because there's a lot of things out there that people don't know as far as how, you know, the anatomy and physiology and how the scaps and the shoulders work and, and the hips and everything. So, yes, my objective is to teach them the things that people don't focus on yeah. to prevent those injuries. So, yes, I try to take the same mentality of my trainer, Ron, taught me and do the same thing with these guys. But, obviously, I try to do it in a better way. Just yeah. like anybody yeah, yeah. else, you always try to teach in a better way and not in a worse way. So, yeah. yeah. So would you consider yourself a mentor of such? I get I get big mentor vibes from you. Yeah. Yeah. Big mentor vibes. I've had success because of the mentors that are around me. Between my parents, my wife, 
Uh, Mike Cervalic has been a great business mentor. I have some other business mentors, but just having them surrounding you really teaches you, well, when failures come, how to come about it, how to get out of it. Yeah. Like, we're talking about success right now, but, you know, along that path of 12 years, there's a lot of failures. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like you talk about with consistency of clients, where you put all the hard work in, you put your emotions into it. And I'm always an emotional guy. It's just so how I've always been. But you put your emotions into somebody, and you put your work into someone for five, four months, and the next thing you know, they leave the gym. And you're like, what, what yeah. did I do? Sometimes there's nothing you can do. Yeah. They leave because, one, they may be able to think they can do it on their own. They've learned enough. Two, they think that there may be another better place out there. Yeah. You get to the point where you have to just let it go, see how life takes out. And I say this all the time. My wife says, they're going to come back. They're going to come back. And I chuckle and laugh. And no, I hate to say this. There's a lot of clients that have left me after coming to me for years, went somewhere else, and uh-huh. the next thing you know, they come Grass back. Grass wasn't green. Yeah. Yeah. Grass was not exactly. green. Yeah. They're hurt. They're doing other things. Oh, wow. This mobility and flexibility Leo does really does work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we chuckle about it, but. Yeah, it's funny you say that you're like a, a sensitive guy because when I first met you, I told Dante, I'm like, man, this guy looks serious. <laughs> oh, comes with intensity. He looks intense. Yeah, like you were like this stoic figure just standing there like the whole time. Like, <laughs> and then eventually I saw like the lighter side of you. You were dancing and yeah. calling me handsome. I was like, oh, this is cool. We all got <laughs> We all got the moves, y'all. Don't, yeah. don't fight. You got to have both sides. Yeah. yeah. You got to have that serious push side, and you also have to have that, you know, fun. You got yeah. I was going to yeah. say, like, you, you work hard, so you also take time out for yourself, you know. Yeah. Find time to take out for yourself. Yeah, play hard. Yeah. You know? Go ahead, buddy. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Go on, man. He's had enough. He's had <laughs> enough. <laughs> With uh. So you said like in the, like people leaving, right? Going back to that in the beginning, and you said like you feel like what what did I do? Like did that ever drag on you for a while, and you had to learn to distance yourself from that, or did you kind of catch on early? Like all right, I just need to. No, it took years. Mm. Yeah, nah, it took years. And your wife helped. On obviously, yeah, it she was there. It took yeah. years. Yeah, is it, it make you feel like you know like I'm 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 a failure. I'm not doing what I need to do yes. to keep these people around. Yes. Yeah, it, it's it's funny you say that because on the other side, like whenever I miss a couple days, like I feel like shit. I'm like, damn, what's Leo gonna think about? And they be, they be, they be like, where's Jamel at? I'll be like, I don't know. That's true. I don't know. And and in a way, it keeps me accountable because I'm like, wow, like on the other side, there's people there that are also counting on me yeah, to be yeah. there, yeah. right? So, like. I don't know, Don. Do you feel that way too? Oh, like I feel like listen, whenever I, I don't show up, like listen, I let bro. people down. Listen, bro. I <laughs> I attribute like so everybody on this podcast has heard me sound the way I sound, and every, you know people tell me I'm doing so good and whatever. And which I, you are, I am, and I attribute a lot of it to Leo. Yeah, I really nice. do because to me, that physical health is. You need it with the mental. Like if you're in, if your body's good, you're gonna feel good. Your mind's gonna feel good. You're gonna be able to handle situations much better. Yeah, mind, body, soul. Yeah. Your body's a machine. Exactly. You so keep you, that oiled up. Right. Keep your keep your your machine running properly. And like Leo's been helping me do that. And I came to Leo. 
out of some shit. Like, yeah, I I just broke up with a girl I thought I was gonna be with forever. Uh, on our anniversary, Man, forever's a long ah, time. Guys. Yikes! Ooh, wow, you yikes. Didn't tell me that on yeah, our anniversary. There's some stories out there, yeah. <laughs> Leo, <sighs> off camera. <laughs> but no, um, you know, I was in a really bad spot, and um, I kid you not, I'm walking the dog, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I need to, I need to better myself. I, I need to just, I need to take my mind off everything. I need to just be the best version of myself I could be. That's a problem right now. Like, whatever. I remembered. So, I do work out, but I'm always like, you know, you go by yourself to the gym. You're doing the same thing over and over again. And yeah. You're not really, you know. No progression. I did my internship with Leo at Corvino Performance and um, when I was in school. And instantly I thought of Leo. I'm like, structure, um, you know, tons of like uh, – like uh, tons of options. Like it's always going to be something different, yeah. you know. And I'm I'm gonna be held accountable. You know, I'm investing in myself. I'm paying. I'm I'm investing in myself. So, I I signed up literally like I want to say like five days after my break. Yep. Mm, nice, yeah. nice. Yep. And just like Leo said, like I I feel great. Like I'm doing so much better, and yeah. I can just attribute a lot of that to you know I lost weight. I'm a lot more flexible. Like I f- I feel good. You know, and it's contagious. Yeah. Look at Jamel. Jamel yeah. came through. Jamel's same, like, same thing. Dante <laughs> came. He actually came to my house while he knew I was streaming live with my son. <laughs> he saw me live and he was like, I'm going <laughs> I'm gonna knock right on his door while he's streaming yeah. live. So he was just telling me, he's like, dude, I feel so good. And I was kind of in a depression. Like I, I was slowly but surely pulling myself out of there. And going to the gym, I was like, Wow, I'm starting to feel so much better. Yeah. And I've been able to do more with my kids. I I told you, Leo, like oh. I just feel like a different person. Yeah, yeah. So I like I give that all to Leo and fitness. Like yeah. C P represent baby. Yeah. 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 Respect, respect. Yeah. You know, performance, yeah. Um but yeah, dude. Like, so this might sound like an infomercial. Right I know, now, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> we out here hyping him up now. You know, he got yeah. the shades on too. You know what I'm saying? It's time. Yeah, hype him up. But no, like, I definitely attribute. So, like, I know it's been a success story for me. Like, it feels good, and like, like you know, like, I guess a couple things. Like, is th- does that like help you keep going? Hearing stories like that, and then on top of that, like, you know. Was that ever part of your of your goal to like better people's lives and help them be the best version of themselves and maybe help out? Both. Nice. So hearing these stories, yeah, and we've talked in the gym. So yes, it motivates me because it's like, all right, these guys get it. They understand it. They they get it that, you know we all know we need to eat healthy, but there's a lot of addictions out there. Yeah. Food is an addiction, let's be honest. You know, sugar is an addiction. Obviously, there's drugs and food. It's an addiction, right? So um, when I hear stories like that of what you guys are telling me, it's great because mentally you get into a good spot. If you're in a good spot mentally, you can do anything you want in life, right? So you know you eat like crap. Well, you have to be in a good mindset in order to be able to make that lifestyle change, right? So... Hearing these stories of you guys and how you're feeling good, well, that's only going to be able to allow you to play with your kids more. It's going to allow you to be able to eat healthier. 
even if I'm just using an example, but say you go to McDonald's three, four times a week, and I know somebody that does do that. Mm-hmm. If I can get them to go once a week, that's a success to me, right? Yeah. Because eventually, at some point in time, that mental part's going to kick in and say, you know what? I feel like crap for me in that McDonald's. Yeah, I'm gonna I go probably could do without else. it, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yes, your success stories um, and what you guys tell me here and at the gym drives me, motivates me, yes. When you walked in, Dante, and you're like, and I asked you, I don't know if you remember, I asked you, I said, Dante, you were here with your internship, and again, you did great at your internship. You were a little quiet. You could tell. You were quiet. <laughs> 75 pounds heavier. <laughs> that's, that's a whole fact, y'all. He ain't I, lying. My first yeah. question to Dante was, I said to him, what made you finally make the decision? And his answer was, I broke up with my girlfriend. I said, boom, boom, let's move. That's nice. all I needed nice. to hear. That is all I needed to it's hear. It's a good motivator. <laughs> you, motivator. Yeah. you said to me, well... You know, I talked to Dante. Dante kind of pushed me, but I saw Dante. He lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And I said, okay, well, what else? You said, I need more energy. Yeah. And boom, when you tell me you have more energy with the kids, that's all I needed to hear. And that motivates me to get up in the morning, correct? Nice. Yeah. To keep pushing. Besides yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lou. Yeah, he's cool. I felt like I was on the well, couch a lot. Well, Leo, Real I hype. need more dedication to my workout regimen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> What I'm hearing, though, in general, is a lot of support. There's a lot of support from him, from your family and your, your mentors. So there's a lot of support that is helping everybody else, you know, yeah. strive. Yeah. And we, we press that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. We talk about that a lot. Like, you need to have the right community. You need yeah. to have the right people around. Like, what was it, like, healthy pressure? Yep, yep. Somebody yeah. to apply healthy pressure, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, Dante, I was gone for a week, and Dante was telling Leo to, <laughs> to call me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> healthy pressure, guys. Healthy pressure. Yeah. 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 yeah, sometimes I need that, that accountability. Right, yeah, I need, I I need it. That's where I'm shooting at. Like, if I don't have accountability, I'll go back home. And you know, <laughs> Next thing you know, you're watching Friday. Right, right. You <laughs> Yo, Dante, look. I know. Dante, Last night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Good vibes only. So, <sighs> so I did, be, like, knowing how much it's helped me. And um, I know I know a few people who are, you know, either depressed or they have anxiety and they're insecure and, like, they're con- like really self-conscious. And they, they're like, Dante, what do you do? And I tell them, they're like, oh, there's no way I could do that. I can't do that. I can't. I can't move like that. I can't be around a group of people like that. I can't be judged like that. I hear that. that a lot. You hear that the a lot. The groups, the groups. So stuff, like, yeah. they're getting away from what will make them feel better. Like, what would your advice be to them? Everybody, a lot of people have that fear when they walk in. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. Um, what is my advice for that? Call me. Let me talk okay. to them over the phone. There's a lot of people that. Um, I get to come in just by talking to them on the phone, giving them the support like we talk about yeah, yeah. over the phone, letting them feel confident before they walk into the situation. Yeah. Um, and it's not just the gym, but that's life in general. A lot of people are always nervous before they get to doing something. If it's something new, whether yeah. it's going to, Let's just say a party. Say you go to a party yeah. and you never, you don't know. You always want to know who's there. Right, who's yeah. There, yeah, you got that You're anxious before you even yeah. step before out of your house. Before you even get there, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I try to try to make them feel good 
um, prior to coming. And I always say to him, hey, listen, I'm going to be there. My trainers are going to be there. Yeah. You don't have to worry about it. If you can't do that exercise, I'm going to have you do something else. And I try to get them in the right mind before they come there. I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I mean, let's be honest, that's life. Yeah. You yeah. have to mentally tell yourself um, you're going to be okay. Stay calm before you go into something. That's that self-talk. Yeah. Healthy really self-talk. Is. Yeah, the hardest part for me was getting there the first day. And then after that, it wasn't that big of a deal. That's me with the gym. Once I'm there, I'm like, all right, let's get it done. But I will say, when I do take a break, a couple to- of days... It's harder Harder to to get get back back in there because I'm dealing with the anxiety of, man, I let everybody down. I've been gone. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's, but getting out that door is just, that's the first step. And after you're out and you're on your way, like, that's usually what I do. I just don't think about it. I'll get in the car and go. That's really how I am. I'm programmed. Yeah. I drop off. I drop off uh, the kid I work with, and then I go straight to the. Yeah. Even no excuses. <laughs> even right? when I, because uh, I come to the nine o'clock class, I drop. I drop them off at eight o'clock at school. You're there early sometimes. I know, and then I have an hour, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> so I'm just driving around. I'm like, I'm not going home. If I go home, then I won't yeah. come. I won't go. <laughs> right. And then like I'll just drive around, and then I'll I'll just end up there like eight fifty. Eight fifty. I always try to get there. I'm like, yeah. I'm, you know, I could chat a little bit. The workout's winding down. It's all right, you know. Yeah. But uh, my issue lately has been uh, work clashing with my schedule. I'm going to have to start doing afternoon classes without mm. my best friend, Dante. Mm. That's all right. Oh, that's a bombshell. <laughs> Live bombshell. Nine, nine o'clock yeah. class. You heard it here first. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, so... Eric, you had a question yesterday because remember, uh, I think it was like Friday night. I was trying to find out like, yo, like, you know, we're going to have, you know, our trainer on. And, you know, he's very, you know, like what you had a question because I was asked people like, hey, remember. what questions? Remember, you were like, um, why do you want to quit after? Oh, yeah. What? What was I saying? You're like, how come like when you, you hype yourself up to get there? Like there's like a lot of people. Me, too. After, like, the third day, maybe in a row, if not in a row, every other day, whatever, after, like, the third, fourth time to go train, you're like, yo, I got I to gotta do, gotta do it again. Like, how do you get out of that kind of space, you know? How do you get out of that space of doing that? You just got to get out the door and get there. Just, if you're there, you're fine. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's getting to the gym. Once you're there... Yeah. That's what makes it so supportive where we are is because, as you guys know, when you get there, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. getting there is the hardest part because once you're there, we take care of the rest. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're okay. there to okay. help you. We're there to push you. Like, you don't have a choice when you get there. <laughs> yeah. We make adjustments, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. If you're hurt, you tell us. We'll make it. It's not a big deal. The hardest part, to be honest with you, when it comes to the gym is getting there. Okay. Once you're there, we So, again, the it's, it's that mental just, just that block. turn that down yeah. of, oh, my God, yeah. I got to go for the third day in a row. <laughs> okay. Now, remember, that. though, it, it, there is two different ways to the gym. There's the gym where you go to where you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the commercial gym. And then there's going to a gym like what we have where you have the support. It's a lot easier when you have the support okay. and you walk yeah. okay. in that door. Bing, That's okay. a fact. There so it did is, you do is. that on purpose, like have group? Settings yeah. because of that. Yes. That's actually a good question. Yeah, yeah like yes. like you always knew you wanted to do groups. Hundred percent. Okay. So cool. you were never that guy that would be like one on one client in the gym, 
lifting weights kind of thing. The only time I really do one-on-one is if there's an injury, so I need to keep my eye on them. Okay. okay. So I have like a one-on-one I have to do next week with a hamstring injury, so I got to make sure I keep my eye on them. The only other time I oh, do... Oh, so you do like PT too. I do, yep. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and then the other one would be... There's this one girl, Amy. A lot of times if I do one-on-ones, it's more to get them comfortable yeah. Yeah. with my objective to push into the groups. Yeah, okay. I noticed you were boxing with someone. Correct, Linda. She's uh, an animal. Yeah, I she saw is. That. She's I in there all the time. In her way. Yes. All the time she's in there. I see that. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Linda. Yeah. I'll Shout keep my six Linda. feet. Shout out to Linda. <laughs> she's the Tyson yeah. of the female version. She's a knockout. Yeah. Um, that's more of... Boxing, that's just private one-on-one yeah, for okay. a half hour, which is fine. Yeah. But like anybody else that wants to do the groups and stuff, uh, if they're way behind, I might start off one-on-one. But the objective is to push them into the groups. Like I said, motivation, right? You you feed off of, of other people. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's supporting, like we talk about, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. get your support from other people. And that's why we do it that way. Um, even with, say, the athletes, it doesn't matter that you're 10 years old. Our job is to teach you proper mechanics, how to do things. doesn't matter if you're 10. doesn't matter if you're 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The difference when you're 10 years old, you get to look up to a 15-year-old. Yeah. You learn from that 15-year-old. Yeah. And that 15-year-old does not want to lose to that 10-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. So it pushes you that nice. much more. Yeah. Why I love, I call him Theodore. His name is Ian Anderson, but his middle name is Theodore. <laughs> so I'm yeah. the only one in life that calls me Theodore. <laughs> What I like about him is the fact that he understands the routine. He comes back. We work with the rest of the pros. You know, Jerry Burke, you know, his brother Ben, is he understands that he was in that situation when he was 17 years old where he was working with younger kids and older athletes as well. You yeah. learn. Like, he, we train to be athletes, right? We don't train to be specific baseball, specific football. We train to be the best possible athlete, and then you play your sport. Right, right. And so when he comes back, he's working with the younger ones. He's working with our famous Lisa Carney. You know, <laughs> it motivates you, right? Yeah. yeah. Who wants to lose to Lisa Carney when she beats you in a race? Let's be Yeah. Honest. All right? Listen, listen yeah. Lisa Carney on the hills is beating me in a race. It's yeah. not. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. It's just happening. <laughs> so uh, the groups is good because you can learn from the younger, you can learn from the older, and it helps to push you. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've always wanted to do the group factor just because of that in itself, the, the competitive spirit in the group. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like a natural athlete, so that competitive. Yep. Yeah. You know, Drive. I was just having a conversation with a girl the other day. She's like super competitive. Like, I'm at like her like her agency has a softball team. Right. It's like co-ed, and mm-hmm. you know it's just for fun. And she's like to the wall, straight competitive. <laughs> she's mad. She missed a, a catch, and I'm like. Dude, oh it's just God. a game. But like, <laughs> yeah. nah, not, not for her. No, like, I never understood the competitive mind frame. I've never been. That. I'm, I'm a real laid it's back like, guy. It's, it's like you versus guy. you. You know, yeah. Like I never just a challenge to yourself. Never been able to do it, man. But thank God for people like Leo who actually understand it because I don't understand it. I just want to throw that in. There. It's you versus it's you. you versus you. Yeah. It's really you, is. You just want to keep like no. You got to get to a different, better pinnacle within yourself. Yeah, see, but I want to be the best version of myself, but I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, Don. I try to beat you in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here. This and is news for myself. Yeah, this I'm is news to me. You gonna let him beat you? <laughs> I mean, if he does, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad he made it. Come on, but, Don, that's, come but on, that's why 
we push each other, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. If there's one thing I'll say is, I did have a problem pushing myself, even like mentally. Yeah. Like, and, uh, but you know what? Having you there, because like, it's not that I don't want to be beat by him, but it's like, all right, you know what? You're right. I could be better. Yeah. I could be better. That's like, it. Let you me do it. that. Yep. You know. And it's not like, oh, I need to beat this guy though. Like, I don't know. No, that's what I feel. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got to beat this guy. Got to beat him. Bro. Yeah, no. But, like, that also comes from I play basketball yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So it, it there it's still kind of like a team thing because we work out together when we're there. Yeah. But uh, it's like, yeah, I want to see you do good, but I also want to do better. I'm the only That's unathletic a- person at this table. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of athletic. <laughs> I don't know where my lungs stand at. No sports at all? Never? No sports at all. Ever. Oh, really? Yeah. I, get oh, I, I don't no think I knew that. Leo, yeah, you probably thought I played some type of sport. Yeah. Being I mean, in exercise science and all that. Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. Never. I'm just really fascinated by the human body. I love the way it does yeah. what it does. And, nah, and I, especially when I learned... When uh, shout out to Dr. Sylvester, I always shout him out. When I learned from that professor about um, your mental health being part of the wellness, like, uh, you know, like the pillars of wellness and like spirituality was one of them, mm. and like your mental, and I found out that that tied into the body, yeah, I was sold. I was hooked. Yep. There's nothing else. You That's were why I changed me. a lot of my eating habits. Yeah. Because I realized your spirituality and your mentality is all everything. connected. Yeah. yeah. This, everything is connected. Everything this, uh, is everything. Nutrition guy, the healthy dude. Oh yeah, it's makeshift. Drinking spicy drinks and all that. Hey, it's good yeah. for circulation. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember he gave us that drink in the morning. It was like habaneros in it. Yeah, like, oh, was that, was that too? I thought yeah. it was. Spicy. Yeah, I put some habaneros in that thing. Spicy. Yeah. Nice green juice, but um, yeah, man, it was like once I just saw that connection. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. When I'm in a when I'm in a better physical shape, I'm mentally stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just happens. Like, so here's the question then. When you're down, what do you tell yourself to get out of? Because we all in life go up and down. You could be up for three months and yep. in that two days you're like Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm not in a good spot. What right. do you do to get out of it? So that's the thing. Like in the past, nothing. I let myself sink. Yeah. I was just like, I can't do it. I'm done. I'm 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 just that's it. Like I've tried before. Yeah. I fell down. I'm not gonna do it. And um I wouldn't do anything. Literally. I would just and I would lose sight of who I am. And yeah. that would always lead to something worse. But once I kinda changed my mentality to like, yo, you're not always gonna be motivated. I always say this to everybody. Yeah. I'll take dedication over motivation any day mm-hmm. of the week. I just I had like to that. do like you said. Like, like yeah. Like I just had to do what you said. Like I just had to do it. Yeah. Get up and do it. Like, I'm pretty sure you saw me moping in there a lot those first couple weeks, you know, like just not saying anything to anybody, not doing anything. I didn't want to, I really didn't want to be there. Yeah. But I knew I had to. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with the people that are in there because everybody in there is great, but I didn't want to be there. Everything in my brain was like, no, no. It's, it's kind of the same thing I went through. I just decided, like, I didn't want to be lazy anymore like i just didn't want to do it yeah. and i just was like yeah i'll do it Don. Yeah. i like sending the email to leo was like the <laughs> hardest part <I'm> like, <laughs> i was like do i just walk in or did i send it, send an email and then on the email he's like what are your goals and i'm like man do i tell him i want to lose at least 100 or <laughs> do i hold back 
But like I just put it all out there and I decided like, all right, I have to change this. You know what I mean? Like I'm no longer that person I was. Right. You know? Even think about how much more you talk to people now and Yeah, exactly. You know, in case y'all didn't know, well everybody knows Jamel did not answer text messages ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever, ever. Oh, Disconnect is real. Two hundred like alerts on my message, <laughs> yeah. like oh. at least two hundred. Leo, Leo you made him better, a That's better out communicator out here. Yeah. Better texter. This, this is going deep. At least two hundred. I think I might have twenty. Right now. But it's better. Right? Came along with it's, like it's at least 200%. better. Leo made him a better communicator. Shout yeah. out for that, Leo. Yeah, yeah but uh, That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I said, like I was, I was deep in a depression. Yeah. Like it was bad, yeah. and. Like, I just realized getting going, getting moving, now I'm just getting out there. And I was I was always happier when I was fit. And I feel like not being fit also made it to where I didn't want to put myself out there. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it, it it plays a big part in your happiness, right? Like, yeah. getting out there, putting yourself in front of people that you haven't seen in years. And you're yeah, like, yeah. damn, like, what are they going to say about this weight? <laughs> right, right. You know? <laughs> Like just always being anxious. Yeah. Now with what Leo said and what he goes by, my thing is consistency. Like <laughs> yeah, I'll go, fact. I'll do it, I'll get in there, but then I fall off. I'll fall off. Yeah. I'll find some reason, some stupid excuse to fall off mm. for a couple of days. Yeah. So my thing that's what I was saying about dedication. Yeah. Dedication, I get it. But consistency is, yeah. you know, something I need more aggressive in the workout stance. Yeah. I was always told to give something three months. Something three months, and you that's when you'll see results, mm. and then that's when your consistency will pick up. Yeah, yeah three months, yeah. Yeah. two weeks to make a change, three months for consistency mm. and dedication. Yeah, that's I need to give myself two weeks. So As we you see, I've, there. I've been at Leo's for seven months now. So nice, yeah. yeah. That that year is actually a goal for me. Time like, flies, literally, Look how yeah. much you've grown. I know. I, I attribute a lot of this to you. Yeah, you were in a think, bad spot when you walked in. I don't think you know this, man. Like, you and that's why I really wanted to get you on here and really, yeah, pick your brain because. You got so, you got some secret sauce out there, man. I have some secret. Yeah. You got some secret sauce. <laughs> we all have secrets, right? You got yeah, some secret sauce, man. So like, I want to be able to have other people be good, and you know, like we've even just had conversations that have like helped me out and things like that. So you know, it's just crazy. What also is crazy is my brain is melting because I had a question and I forgot. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so mad about that. But I don't know, man. Like. Yeah. I know where you were at. I know where you're at. What about you? What's a what's a, something that you learned from that like you were like, damn. All right, I got to move forward. Uh, kind of similar. Yeah. I've had a very few. I had a lot of different humbling experiences in the last <laughs> two years. So I'm kind of in that early stages of learning more de- dedication. You know, um, similar to Dante in an aspect. I had some some losses also. Different kind of losses actually. So that put me in a different space where I was like, okay, I had to take myself back. I stopped drinking also. Yeah. Once I stopped drinking, I started feeling a little clearer. I dropped like 10 pounds. I don't even know where it went. And so I'm, I'm on this upheaval now where I'm trying to learn my dedication yeah. and consistency. So how did you stop drinking? What made you? Oh, f- I, I, can, I, I cold turkey. I can cold turkey. Just dropped it. Now, granted, I changed mm-hmm. my diet. So my diet changed. I eat a little less. I don't eat the same things all the time. And I was still drinking heavy. <laughs> he so, said heavy, heavy. So I started feeling it, you know, yeah. and I was like, I, I can, I usually turn things off most of the time, cold turkey. I, I, I don't know if that's a 
good thing or not. But I was like, yo, I got to be done with this. I got. I started feeling it weird. Like I was recovering three days. So I was like, I, I can't didn't feel good. Yeah. Gotcha. So so that that changed a lot of perspectives and. My mental in that regards. Well, that's good because if you didn't feel feel bad, you probably would have. Right. Oh, I would have. Yeah, right. 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 Which is why I changed my diet. Either. Also, I my stomach was just. I don't know. I was getting a weird space with my stomach. I eat a grain of rice and I just like blowed up. I'm like, yo, I'm not about to live yeah, like this. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and yeah. that's important because as we get older, like we can't eat the same. Right. Right. I, I don't guys. have kids yet. I want to make sure I'm still spry for my kids. That's why I'm <laughs> yeah. still trying to stay agile. I do flexible. That's why I play basketball. Like. Yeah, you know I want to. I don't want to be fifty. Like, oh, somebody else got to go play. No, I want to make sure I'm still active. My knees are still bending. Like, yeah. Last you know? year, I re- I discovered acid reflux, and <laughs> I was like, wow, this is a thing, <laughs> right? I'll get you some cabbage juice for that, bro. Yeah, no vitamin K, bro. I'm drinking no cabbage juice. Yo, it's here, mad bro. good for you, but we talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we will yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. Vitamin K is vitamin K. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just I want more people to. Understand the importance of taking care of your body, yeah, and especially people who are having those mental, you know, those mental struggles. For let's say the kid that isn't an athlete or uh, hasn't been in shape his whole life or whatever, and he's ha- he has that anxiety about going to the gym. Like, what would you say to that kid to get him started? Because I know. I know a couple of people in my, like, growing up that they did the same thing I did. Like, they play sports, they gain weight, and now they're just like, I don't even know where to start. Like, do you Are start with, the gym or do you start with diet? <laughs> on the phone. I'm I think the they're on the phone. They didn't get to the gym yet. On the phone. They, they, they didn't get to the they gym They worked yet. up the courage to call you. Yeah, or to send that email. So... Being on the phone is the easiest way because then you can actually have a personal conversation with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what I try to do is tell them, hey, listen, you're not going to do the full group. You might do a round or two. We'll get you started. We'll kind of go from there. And I don't try to put pressure on people. I just say to them, hey, listen, come on in. Try it for a week. You'll probably do a round or two. Um, and we'll start you slow. Yeah. And then you tell me when we'll go up. And once I get them in that first day, you're going to see with me there and the trainers there, we start them slow. And if we feel that they're not keeping up, we'll just tone it down for them a little bit. Because if you knock them down, you make them so sore, they're never going to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being on the phone, I try to give them that confidence to just come in the door, knowing that they'll be able to do the workout, but they're not going to be you know, crippled. Yeah. And then yeah. once they're in the door, that's when we do our job. When we watch them, we see the anatomy, physiology, what they need to improve on. And I try to make them feel comfortable within that first week. After that week, you know, are there other gyms that put the pressure on, hey, listen, come on in here, do this, yeah. do this, and we'll give you a discount. I'm not that guy. Because Pay 600 I don't for this personal want... trainer. <laughs> Pay 600 for this personal trainer. Yeah. Who's going right? to see you once a week. Yeah. Uh, I don't try to put that pressure on people telling me, Leo, you got to do it. No, I want somebody that wants to do it. Right. So yeah. if they're going to want to do it after the first week, you got to make that decision mentally. Now, do people make that decision with the first week? Yeah. Then there's also the ones that like it. Like I said, go elsewhere, try out different places, and yeah. then they come back and say, "All right, I, I want to do this. Okay. I want to yeah. do okay. this." You know, sometimes they like to try out different places first before they make a decision as well. But as far as with regards to your question, I try to. So, like when I get a message to me in the email from filling it out. If mm-hmm. I'm correct, I believe I called you. Maybe I'm wrong. Did I email you back? No, you emailed me okay. back. Okay. A lot of times now what I'm trying to do is just call. Pick up the phone and call. Pick up the phone and call. 
Yeah. We're all so quick to type. Pick up the phone and call. So I've been trying to call people now instead of emailing. Sometimes email is quicker and faster if they say, hey, Leo, I want to try it on Monday. Can I come in? Yeah, no problem. No, yeah. That's fine. But if someone's yeah, sending me a message. Yeah, that's kind of what I said. Yeah. yeah. If someone's going to send me a message and say, hey, I'm interested, but they don't give me an answer, pick up the phone and I call them. Yeah. yeah. And I just kind of go from there. Because that's like they kind of have a little self-doubt still. Correct. You know, they're trying to convince themselves and they're looking for somebody to help them get over the edge. That extra push. You know, like, so it sounds like self-confidence. You want to build up that self-confidence. You want to make sure they understand, like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all right. Like, this this, this is doable. Yeah. You know, it's feasible. So do you think anybody can do it? Like, anybody who's just, like, down on themselves? you think anybody could just... Anybody that walks in this gym, we can make it work. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We make some changes. Yeah. Physically, there's some things that you can't do. We have to make changes. Right, right. right. Anybody right. that walks in that gym, we can do it. doesn't matter if you're 6, 8, 10, 42, 65, does not make a difference. You make the adjustment from there. Right. Yeah. right. Cool. Definitely. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Go check us out on Patreon. Uh, like us on Instagram. No, follow us on Instagram. Yes. And Jamel's go follow. Name. Yeah, go follow Leo. Corvino Performance on yeah. Instagram. Corvino Performance on IG. Do you follow have anything them. else you want to add with that, that information? You know what, Leo? Leave them with something that... Is there anything like... Is there like a quote or like a type? It could always be worse. Mm. Okay. Yeah, he like see how that. quick he was yeah. to it too? I, My wife told me that on May 19th, 2018... Wow. Leo. Think of it this way. Right? Your kid just, you just found out your kid has a 1 in 20,000 diagnosis. You really want to go to work the next day? Right. None of us do. Let's be right, honest. Right, right. Yeah. But you got to look at him and you got to say, okay, look how much success he's had over all the other angels that are out there. Yeah. And my wife said, it could always be worse. What if he's dying of cancer right now in bed? Right. Yeah. True. Everything that happens in life, failure, success, it could always be worse. That's the way you have to look at it. When you're in a bad spot. It could be worse than this. Yeah. Yeah. It could always be worse. Yeah, and I think that's a great place to leave it, guys. (laughs) Good to meet you, Leo. Yeah. Nice to meet you as well. Beautiful house. This was fun. A lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we get them on again. Maybe. Maybe. Absolutely. Why not? It's open. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Catch you in the next one. Peace. 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 Peace.